What's up, ladies and gentlemen? We're back with another episode of All the Best Things. My guest today is a man of many talents. He is a podcast host, extraordinary mind for the, correct me if I'm wrong. Extraordinary thoughts for ordinary mind. Extraordinary thoughts for an ordinary mind. He is a published author. He is uh, a motivational speaker. And most importantly, in my eyes, he's an active duty Marine protecting and serving this country. Please welcome to the show, Demetrius Thig. Demetrius, you go by Meech. How you doing today? What's going on, everybody? It's that ordinary podcast with the extraordinary thoughts that says you stop being great and be extraordinary. Jake, once again, this is the part where I say to myself, like, I should have really put more effort. And no, let me rephrase. I put too much effort into my podcast name because, like, you got a better podcast. Like, like I was just telling Coop the exact same thing. Like, yeah. like these <laughs> podcast names, like, I hate... I don't want to say I hate my podcast name, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not tied to it like everybody else is tied to. It. Right, right. I butchered it, so that's entirely my fault. But um, we're here to talk about you and your story and just kind of where you're at. I mean, you, I got information, your information from Cooper Bruner, who I've had on the show in the past. You guys are like two of the most positive, just like your message is just positive all the time. And that's what I preach on my end as well. I'm never going to be someone that's going to tell you negative things and, and all this, but I understand when created um, like creative um, impasses happen and things like that. So th- there's always someone that can help you get to the next level. And I think you're a great person to help not only me, but the audience that tunes into the show get to the next level. So absolutely. Let's- Shout out to Coop for that. Um, yeah. Oh, please keep keep going. Like I was just ready. Like like. Oh, I was just gonna pass the mic to you. It's the floor is yours, my man. You know. Um. First and foremost, I just want to say thank you so much for just having me on the show. Uh, yeah. It definitely means a lot. It really does mean a lot, especially just as a fellow podcaster and just just as a human being. You know, like I know how much effort it goes into putting something together. You know, yeah. and to bring somebody onto your platform to be able to share their message. That is the most important thing, right there. So thank you so much for that. Yes, um, absolutely. But a little bit about me, you know, to be honest yeah. with you, just to go back in time, like, no, I'm really just a product of my environment. And I, and I tell people that all the time, like, I'm really just a product of my environment. I was born and raised in Detroit, Michigan. Okay. And Detroit is exactly how everybody, like, everything that you thought Detroit was, Detroit is. You see what I'm saying? Like, from I got gotcha. the, the violence, the crime, the, the drug addiction, all of that is very true. And I sit back and I think to myself sometimes because, you know, after the riots, it just felt like my city was like an injury that kept getting played on. You know, it just never healed. Yeah. Right. And right. growing up, you know, I keep saying I'm a product of my environment, but I really just didn't stand a chance when I came into this earth. Mm-hmm. You know, my mother, she did the best that she could. She did the best that she could. Graduated at the top of her class. Had a career, everything. It's just the lines, then, you know, they didn't intertwine the way that they were supposed to because she ended up meeting my father. And yeah. my father, he, you know, Danny Thigpen comes from a long line of addiction. Great man. Yeah. But I can assure you right now, Destiny, the way that it played out for him, his father was an addict. His father was an addict. He come from a long line of addicts. Sure. So I would grow up and be raised by a single parent, be raised by a single mother. And I remember that situation because my father was more like a reoccurring character within my life. And when I say like reoccurring character, it's like, I remember when he sat me down at eight years old and he said to himself, he said, like, look, you're going to be the man of the house. And he explained to me what addiction was. And mm-hmm. then he, 
He came back when I was 11. From 11, 15, 15 to 18, the last time I really saw him and like really touched base with him was right before I joined the military. And then I would just see okay. him in increments. And okay. I always sit back and I think to myself that a lot of times, like we look at these situations and we say to ourselves that because my parents were like this, this is why I am like this. Because sure. my environment is like this, this is why I'm going to be like this. And that's, that's, that's not the case. That's not even the case. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And you're, like I said, if, if someone's not following you right now on social media, you're always preaching that positivity. How, how do you wake up every day and, and have positivity? Where do you, where do you find and what, are, what motivates you is basically what I'm asking. Like, how do you find it within yourself to wake up every day with a smile on your face and that positive mindset pushing you forward? Uh, to be honest with you, I think it's, um, I'm gonna just go, I'm gonna just be a hundred percent and just tell you it's my hate and discontent for people. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I like, like, I gotcha. And, and, and it's not even, um, you know, and I don't say that like in a facetious manner or anything. It's just people yeah. complain too much. You, you see what I'm yeah. saying? Like we always got something to complain about. And like, mm -hmm. even right now, like, yeah, 2020 been a crazy year. I ain't gonna lie to you. It's, like this, yeah. this is the worst apocalypse ever. Like this is really the worst apocalypse ever. And, yeah. you know, I get it, you know, pandemic, you know, X, Y, and Z has happened. But everybody's saying like, oh, cancel 2020, cancel 2020. You can, can you better not cancel this. This year just getting started. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and people just love to quit. We, 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 it's in our, and which is weird because we're a trial and error race. We got to mm -hmm. fall on our face to get back up to know that it's good. But we get so yeah. accustomed to just oh, it didn't work out, so this must not be for me. Oh, I don't like this, so I want to quit. Oh, I had one rough day. I don't, I don't like that. And yeah. you add that with depression. You add that with anxiety. And now I'm talking about my own problems, my own depression, my own anxiety. And it just ended up just turning me into a passage of just vocalizing everything that I'm always going through. Right. You know, I told myself, I promised myself when I started this, that I would be sensitive in my, I would be sensitive to my environment and not sensitive in my environment. And what I mean I like by that. that is, thank you. Yeah. And what I mean by that is, is that I didn't want people to like, you know, you, you always see that person that's just sensitive. You, you see what I'm saying? Like everything bothers them. But yeah. in reality, our, our environments try to teach us something and try to tell us something. So I tried to be more open to that. And that's where it really came from. That's how I'm able to wake up every morning and just be like, all right, what did, what did life teach me today? Or what am I hearing today? Or, you know, Jesus Christ, I go down my feet and this is all that I'm seeing. Let me talk about it. You know, and it's like people just get on your nerves and you're just like, I don't want to harbor that. Let me express what my feelings are. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And it's the truth. I mean, there's too many people out there that are Debbie Downers and just kind of throw their own pity parties. And it's like, I mean, that for people that don't know, that is one of my pet peeves is, is throwing mm -hmm. yourself a pity party. There's no, you don't have time to feel bad for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Like you, there's so much opportunity and, and new avenues that you can mm -hmm. choose to take as opposed to just staying on the same one you're at. And I preach that every day to the people I work with, to people that listen and watch this podcast. So that's why, again, I felt you were, you were a perfect match to, to be a guest on the show. Just that energy and, and message that you share is kind of coincides with, with what I do on a daily basis. So I really appreciate that, man. I greatly appreciate that. And, you know, and it's yeah. like one of the hardest things is like we go through life and, you know, we say we want to be better. We say we want to be X, Y, and Z. And, you know, Mike Tyson said it the best. You know, everybody got a plan until they get hit in the mouth. 
And it yeah. seems like as soon as we get hit in the mouth, that's when we want to tap out. And yeah. I think I learned that 2018 probably was one of the hardest years for me. You know, I developed a drinking problem. I was okay. already, I already suffered from anxiety. Like I have real bad anxiety, but I was having an anxiety attack every other week. You yeah. know, depression, the thing, you know, you know, what's so crazy about depression that everybody always like, they think that like you're walking around like Eeyore, you know, from like Winnie yeah. the Pooh where you always got like yeah. a cloud over you. That's not, how, that's not, that's not really what it's like. It's like, right. imagine, you know, like one minute you're good, you're up. But then when you get down, you get down. Yeah. And it and it's like it just weighs on you, you know, and then it just takes you a minute to you got to let like let it all come out of you. And that's what it used to feel like all the time, you know, like and they always right. say, like, think on the bright side. Well, no. Sh oh, sh can we cuss on the show? I don't want to cuss. Oh, absolutely. I, I, absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, like people always say, like, you know, think of the bright side. Well, no shit. Think on the bright side. You yeah. know, like, you know, there's, it's like, hey, you know, Z comes after A. I understand Z comes after A. But what are we going to do with the other 20 something letters in the alphabet? That's what's, yeah. that's depression. That's what it feels like. It's me trying to get through a situation that I'm currently in. So yeah. in order to get through it, and I think like really, that's really what this all comes back to is just me trying to get through it and trying to, and as I get through it, tell somebody else's story and help them get through it. And as I, yeah. as they get through it, hopefully I can help somebody else get through it. Right. Right. No, that I mean, again, that makes sense. And it's absolutely I think it's a common misconception that we all have this painted picture of what depression is and what we think anxiety is and all that. And really, I mean, you never know until you've either experienced it or known someone to have experienced it. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's the way that you approach things is much like how a lot of people should approach things. So um, with that said, how do you let's say you have a bad day. Let's say it's, uh -huh. you're waking up on, for lack of a better term, the wrong side of the bed. Something's just irritated you. Maybe you scrolled through social media or whatever. Like, how do you flip the script? How do you find it in yourself to throw the bad days behind you and keep the good days rolling? You know, I'm so happy that we brought this one up because yeah. it's been actually dwelling on me for like a little bit of how I wanted to even tackle that. And, yeah. you know, like right now, like, you know, I love the era that we're in right now. You know, I, uh -huh. I really love this era right now yeah. because we're self-love. We're talking about self-love now. We're talking about mental health now. We're, we're getting our chakras in order. You know, we're yeah. accepting the abundance of energy within the, the universe. Right. And now we're talking about things called law of attraction. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just like I know law of attraction is the idea that based off of the positive mental thoughts within our mind, it determines the positive and negative uh, actions within our lives. So if you sure. think bad, then bad things will happen. And if you yep. think good, good things will happen. Yeah. There, there's a big, like there's, there's something that we, there's a great thing that we kind of mess up and we misconstrued what that means. Law of attraction is the ultimate idea, it's the ultimate blueprint of what mindset really is. That's really yeah. what they're talking about. And when they sit back and they say to themselves like, oh shoot, like, Hey, you know, if you think good, then nothing but good will happen. Absolutely not. Just because you think good doesn't make you exempt from bad shit happening to you. Bad shit will still happen. In fact, it probably will happen more because yeah. of the positive energy that you attract around you. But it's about how you are receiving and how are you are learning from life. So say, yeah. for example, we have two people and these two people, you know, and, and I always use the morning. Mm -hmm. you, got the, you got the positive person, you got the negative person. And yes, some of us, we ain't morning people. 
I, I'm a morning person myself, but yeah. you know, I know people that aren't. The alarm goes off. They hit their alarm. The first thing that they do when they hit their alarm is they start complaining. They say, yeah. oh man, I hate my job. I hate my coworkers. I hate the place that I got to go to. That person right there has not been up more than 15 minutes, but has already given up the opportunity to have a productive day. They've already forfeited it. Now, the positive person, he, he may not be a morning person, but he's going to hit the alarm. He's going to get up. He's going to go ahead and start going through his day. Yeah. And, and, and that right there, that is how you are trying to tackle life. So when you are having a bad day, you got to ask yourself, does this thing have control over me or am I still in control of it? And that's yeah. the thing we tend to like, we, we let life take control of us. But the thing is, is that life is just like an open sea. We still the boat in the sea. <laughs> yeah. we, you, you see what I'm saying? Like people always say like shit happens. No, we happen in life. You know, life happens. No, we happen in life. Yeah. We make things happen. You know, we're that kinetic energy. You, you see what I'm saying? We're that kinetic, we're that kinetic energy in life. Yeah. So when you are having that bad moment, ain't nothing wrong with feeling it, but you got to ask yourself right now, are you in control? Is life in control? Right. Are you, you know, are you going to forfeit this opportunity or are you going to go ahead and take it and continue to keep pushing? Yeah. And that's exactly yeah. how I handle it every time I have a bad day. That's awesome. That I love, yeah, man. I mean, it's just, it seriously is infectious how much energy and positivity you bring, not only this platform, that. but, but everyone I'm sure you cross paths with. I mean, uh, it looks like you're on base currently. What is, I mean, what is your workout schedule? Like we talk a little bit about fitness and, and kind of the motivation to dig deeper and, and kind of earn more through fitness. I use fitness as a tool to kind of help motivate people and to change their energy levels and, and just see how they react differently to different situations, things like that. How do you use fitness? Uh, well, two things. Well, on my off time, you know, I am, I'm a CrossFitter. And okay. is that the, even the proper name? Like, are we, like as a CrossFitter, are you supposed to say I'm a CrossFitter or do I just say I do CrossFit? Uh, <laughs> I don't really know. Actually, I don't. I don't know the official terminology. I'll I'll go with either. Let's say uh, you're a CrossFitter for the sake of the show today. <laughs> well, I'm a CrossFitter, and <laughs> okay. you know, I love I love high intensity workouts. Um, yeah. My MOS is a martial arts instructor trainer, so oh, okay. I have yeah. So I have to be physically fit on a regular basis. I have to deal with you know because I teach combatives, yeah. and you know one thing that people need under you know that. Combatives and martial arts, it, they're two different things. Combatives are made for war. You know, this is to de-escalate the situation, turn a five-minute fight to a five-second fight. So sure. you got to be in a certain level of conditioning. My body, I have to condition my body on a regular basis. That means I'm putting right. it through hell on a regular basis. I'm running X amount of miles. I'm climbing over X amount of things. I'm moving my body weight around constantly. Yeah. That way I can be able to move a person around constantly. I'm hopping over okay. something on a regular. So my workouts really consist of just a lot of high intensity workouts, combat conditioning yeah. related, something with a load, like it's always a load, like something. Sure. I, I really hate my life. I'm not even about to lie. Like those workouts, <laughs> like, like you ever been working out and you just say to yourself, oh, yeah. like, why do I, why do I put myself through this? Like, I'm I, like, I hate this. That's how I feel in the middle of every workout. <laughs> like, like I was like, on a row machine and I was saying to myself, I was like, yo, like this, like, this isn't what I wanted to do this morning. This is not yeah. how I want to start my morning. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So how does that, translate to maybe the message you share with people when you're motivational speaking or on your podcast, maybe the message you share there. I, like okay. I said, I use, I use fitness as a tool to kind of change people's outlook or mindset, if you will, on, you know, people think that trainers and coaches and things just 
they want you to move things, pick them up, put them down. And that's the end of the day. Like that's the end of the road. When in actual, I want it to be more of like a lifestyle change. I want it to be more of like a, this is a long-term thing, not just like a, you're here for 30 days and then you're out on your own, like a, like a baby duck, you know? I feel like one of the biggest things, one of the biggest things that I learned, one, the first thing that I learned in physical fitness was, is, is my diet. Yep. My diet was is crap i'm not even i'm not gonna say was it it still is crap (laughs) like like you see what i'm saying but and somebody explained it to me because i was doing high intense workouts i'm I'm working out i'm teaching classes i'm free sparring standing ground fighting and then on top of that i'm still working out so i'm in shape but i'm not looking like i'm like the other guy next to me yeah and somebody looked at me it was like like look what you eat let me rephrase look what you don't eat yeah and I, I didn't understand what they were talking about. And that's when they broke down like the rule, you know, the 80, 20 rule, yep. 75, 25%, you know, that, that, that diet plus uh, physical fitness rule. Like yeah. it doesn't, it matters how much you're working out, but it doesn't matter how much you're working out. If you're still putting crap in your side, your body. It's true. And yeah. you know, when you understand that portion right there, yeah. that although I might be putting in the work physically, I might be putting in the work physically. It means nothing if I'm still going to take a bag of Doritos, stuff that down my mouth. If I'm going to drink this monster, if I'm going to drink this Mountain Dew, if I'm still going to put bullshit in my body. So why is that when you transfer it over, why are your goals not being fed the exact same way? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, we sit back and we say like, oh, I'm going to wake up early and do X amount of things. Like, I'm going to get the podcast together. I'm going to get the book together. I'm going to get this together. But it means nothing if you don't even believe it. It means nothing if you're not passionate about it. It means nothing if you don't even have the right mindset when you tackle your own goals. So no matter how hard you keep moving forward with those goals, you got the wrong fuel in the car. That's why you got to keep making pit stops. Your heart not even in it. And I think that was the first, that first rule right there. When I took that and I adopted it to my goals, that's one thing that I try to let my students know that yes, Ain't nobody forced you to be here. You ever seen somebody come to the gym and they forced to be there? You know, you know, like they forced to be there. Yeah. Oh yeah. They want to take breaks. They on their phones. They got to go to the bathroom abundantly. You know, they don't want to be there. And because they don't want to be there, their workout shows. Mm -hmm. And if they showed up on Monday, they might show up Tuesday, but depending on how the workout played out Tuesday, I can guarantee you they're going to be busy on Wednesday or they too sore on Wednesday. Yeah. You know, and, that right there, when you take that physical fitness idea and you transfer it over to your goals and you add somebody who does not want to do something, who does not want to be successful, no matter how much success you pour onto them, they're not yeah. going to be successful because of the simple fact that that's not what they want. Their mind's not even in it. Yeah. And that's the biggest takeaway that I got from physical fitness. I would say that's my first lesson. I learned a lot, but that was one of my biggest takeaways. Yeah. Uh, no, oh, again, it's it's a strong message, and it and it makes sense. Like I said, I use it, fitness as a tool. Uh, maybe you use speaking or your podcast. But you use martial arts as a tool as well. Um, in in your experience, what is like uh, who? What is the most difficult situation to kind of not diffuse, but kind of help somebody through? Whether you're speaking and someone comes up to you after and says, you know, the, what you shared is it hit close to home, or maybe you taught a class, you know, your martial arts class, and one of your students come up after class and say, you know what, 
today's workout was kind of my breakthrough. Today's training session was, was my breakthrough. What is something that, that you see more often than not that you feel comfortable, you know, attending to tend, you know, helping people get through failure when yeah. people fail. Um, you know, and I always pick failure because, you know, and, and it's really just to tie it back. I really wanted to tie it back with the physical fitness aspect as well. Mm-hmm. Physical fitness is the first, is the, is the, is the first time a lot of people meet failure. Yeah. So, you know, like you go to the gym, you don't get the PR that you want. You don't, yeah. you don't get this set. You don't finish your sets, you know, I, or, you know, I've been to speaking engagements or somebody has came up to me and they cried, but yeah when you peel back the onion of why they're crying or why that message resonated, what I always talk about is overcoming adversity. So if that message resonated, that's because they feel like they did not overcome their adversity. They feel like they're a failure. Right. And a lot of the piece, a lot of the physical training that we do has a lot to deal with that physical manifestation of what failure looks like. You know, mm-hmm. we have, there's, I have one drill and it's, you know, it's, it's a six inch wall. It's a, it's a really simple drill. You're going to do 25 burpees. You're going to go ahead. You're going to head over the wall at six foot. It's six feet up. All you have to do is just climb up, hop over the wall. You're going to yeah. go over there. You're going to do another set of exercises. You're going to, do, you're going to go through these logs. Yeah. Many Marines, many people can't get over that obstacle. Yeah. And the thing is, is that wow. during that time, you, I mean, like, you, you know, when you yeah. look at it, you look at people, you're like, all right, come on, man, you can get over this. But yeah. it's, it's weird because it's like you, don't lack, you, you lack the physicality to be able to just grab and push yourself over. Mm-hmm. And there's something that happens in that moment right there. When somebody faces failure, when they face adversity, two things are happening. It's either A, they're pushing through, or B, they're getting stopped. And yeah. it's not the obstacle anymore that's stopping them. It's not. It's them. We have the mm-hmm. tendency to create anthills and turn them into mountains for some reason. We always love to make, you know, when I say we, I say we as humans, we love sure. to make little things into big deals. Yeah. And the moment that we face some form of failure, the moment we face some form of adversity, that little anthill has now become fucking Mount Everest. Mm-hmm. And now this is the part where I have to step in. I have to pull you back. Because the thing is, is that as we get deeper and deeper in our minds, it's harder to pull us back out because we get so engulfed in the idea that I'm failing. We get so engulfed in the idea that now I'm looking to my left and right and my peers are excelling in a task that I'm not able to do. Right. And this is, you know, and, and this is the part where you have to be able to be that leader and just sit back and say like, all right, hey, let me pull you back out. Take a step back. Look at the obstacle. Look at the situation. Mm-hmm. It's not that deep. We're, we're deep, but it's not that deep. All right. 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 Like, 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 come on, like, get, like, we, we, because, you know, when you don't get the set at first, you stop, you rack it back up, and then you say to yourself, all right, let me get myself back together. Yeah. Let me, let me, let me compose myself again. And then let's get back to it. And that's the big part right there. That's one of the things where how I have to jump back in. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, it sounds like this is kind of how I would break down a situation is like, you have to you have to fall down before you know what getting up feels like. Like if you're up all the time, you can't you're not gonna know what a bad time is. If if Absolutely. you're only experiencing the good, you you need to experience those obstacles in life, the the adversity, like you said. Mm-hmm. You need you need to go through that. And it, I mean you you said it best. You have to overcome whether it's baby steps, you know, to get you over or just full on going for it, you know. So I, I mean, this is this has been an awesome conversation. I kind of want to make it a little more fun. I know you're a mindset guy. 
you're, you're like, uh, so are you a sports guy? I can be one. I can be one. Okay. I can be one. <laughs> okay. You said CrossFit. You said CrossFit. They're not doing the CrossFit games this year, but they got basketball in a bubble. They got college footballs all in the news right now. Right. What do you, what do you think? I mean, how, how is not only activity there on the base, I guess, with, with sports and, and you have the rec centers and stuff, but what mm-hmm. do you think for the general population? Like, what do you think is a good solution for making things sports going to movies anything extracurricular if you will how do you make that normal again like what in your mind what is your solution i think we currently are living in a new normal to be honest with yeah. you yeah. you know life with mask on yeah uh, walking around and just like i i feel like a lot of this now our new life i feel like this is now we have walked into a set of our new life i feel, I feel like yeah. we can't make it a new normal because we're currently in the new normal you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. i just got i remember i walked into an establishment and they were like hey like you know get out like you don't have your mask on and i was like oh Nail. man yeah. I was like, damn. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. And I had to go and get a mask. And that was the okay. new norm, you know, or yeah. where you're going to these physical events and yeah. it's just y'all. Yeah. There's no crowd no more. There's no mm-hmm. crowd. And I think that right there is going to be a big mental burden for a lot of people because yeah. a lot of people perform better when they're in front of a crowd. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, like, you know, it, it, shit. A lot of speakers speak mm-hmm. better in front of a crowd. Sure. And sure. and we're starting and 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 this is big right now, like in the in, in the speaking industry. Like this is like a big hurdle a lot of people had to get over. That yeah. some of the best speakers weren't the best speakers virtually. And the yeah. reason is, is because you get that crowd interaction. People's that 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 reaction of what you're saying, yeah. it, it changes the way that you're doing it. So imagine playing a sport and there's nobody in there but you. You got to be the crowd now. You got to yeah. hype yourself up. You got to cheer yourself on. And I think, honestly, that's kind of something that we should have been doing, not physically, but mentally, a long time ago. We should have been yeah. our crowd. Mm-hmm. We should have been hyping ourselves up. We should have been the one cheering ourselves on so that way we change the trajectory of how we're supposed to be playing. So I right. think, like, as we come into this new normal, it's once again about that law of attraction. You have mm-hmm. to be able to pull. You got to be able to pull that good out of the situation even though this is a piss poor shitty situation you still gotta re- it is bad but it, you gotta really bad. dig <laughs> like like i definitely if i would have known like this i would have done a lot more in 2019 i'd have mm-hmm. done a lot more i would have launched the podcast way earlier you know i would have yeah. started speaking way yeah. earlier you know because it's like fuck like damn like i didn't know that 2020 was gonna be like this but i'm enjoying yeah. it. i'm having a blast yeah i mean just a quick tidbit here. I launched this podcast like four days before we went into quarantine. So that was good timing on For my real? part. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Congratulations. Good, timing on, good timing on my part. So uh, yeah, it was, it was tough to, to get things going, but like you said, I mean, five minutes ago, it was a little bit of adversity, but it's nothing like, it's not the end of the world, you know? So Bro, I think people and that's were, the thing is like everybody. Oh no, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I think people, I mean, myself included, I watch sports. I, I competed all growing up and stuff, but I think people are taking this sports thing and not being able to go to concerts and like, those are luxuries in life. You know what I mean? And just for now, we don't have that ability, but it's like, that hasn't always been there for us to begin with. So it's not, it shouldn't be as big a deal as it is. You know what I'm trying to say? 
Yeah. And, I, you know, you know, what's so crazy is that like they're starting to do like some states are starting to do like uh, concerts, but uh-huh. the concert, it's it's virtual, virtual concert. Yeah. And people are starting to like fucking they're, they're in their cars listening yeah. and watching it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I think honestly, drive throughs are going to start coming back. Drive throughs are going to start coming back. again. That'd be, that'd be pretty sweet. That, uh, yeah, that would be pretty cool. I, I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Like, cause we got away from doing like the drive-through situation. Like, I can see drive-throughs making a major comeback. I can yeah. see. I mean, it would suck though, because I would like to. I would love to be be able to go to my kids' games. You know, like yeah. the sports. You know, like games. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah. I always wanted to be dad that gets kicked out of the games for being too drunk and too involved. Like I wanted. Oh, there you go. <laughs> like I've been. Nice. Like I like for real. I've been preparing, like preparing myself for that moment. And then yeah. like 2020 kind of canceled that for me because I was like, all right, well, I guess we're not going to do that, guys. Yeah. So it's definitely going to change. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I think like, we got to find silver linings and everything. Maybe things aren't, like you said, the way mm-hmm. they used to be, but progressive lifestyles are, are kind of what carries this country. You know, like not everybody's the same. Not everybody comes from the same features. thing. Yeah, not everybody, uh, you know, is from the same background. Not everyone's in the same situation currently. But we're all kind of like, it seems like it's a general, for the general population anyway, that everyone's like mad about sports and movies and whatever else, you you know, all these events that you can go to and pay big money to, to go see. It's like, maybe it's a good thing that you're saving money. Maybe it's a good thing that you can reapply that, you know, that your budget things out a little differently. Maybe you can spend more time with your family. Maybe this way, someone who travels for work doesn't have to necessarily travel for work as much, you know? There's silver linings, I think. People I are taking that. it you know, a, a little, a little crazy right now, but I don't think it's all bad. <laughs> you know, it's, it's two things, you know, and it's so crazy. It's like, like one, we're creatures of comfort. We love comfort. Mm-hmm. We love the, like the routine and everything, but mm-hmm. also we forget that we're, we're adaptive creatures. Yeah. Let me rephrase that. We make things adapt to us. We yeah. make things adapt to us. And yep. because we can't make this adapt to us the way that we want it to, Sometimes that bothers us. But one thing, like you said, this is a silver lining and everything. And the yeah. one thing that I could think about is imagine like the, for me, it'd be the drive-thrus. Sure. I, I love doing the movie thing. I love doing the movie thing with my family. Mm-hmm. Sitting down, having that conversation with my kids, with my family, everything. Being in the car, that means that ain't nobody going to shush me. We laughing, we having a good time. It's just us. Like you got to be able to pull that silver lining out. Like what yeah. you said. Somebody, um, somebody that's always on the go for their job or always, I'd be a hundred percent. I was just having a conversation with a teacher and I mm-hmm. told her, I was like, I was like, teachers were more involved than the parents were. Mm-hmm. We yeah. saw our teachers more than we saw our parents. If you really added the time up when we were children, we saw yeah. our kid, we would see our mom, our parents in the morning and at the end of the day, but yeah. those 12 hours, those eight hours, we were with our teachers. Yeah. So now it's allowing the parents to be in the kid's life. It's allowing those couples who only saw each other once again in the morning and the evening and on the weekends to be in their lives. Like we're rekindling marriages or finding, figuring out that it's time to divorce, but still a silver lining because you finally yeah. realize the problem. Yeah. Yeah. We're becoming entrepreneurs. We learning stuff. We're dealing with things like, like this is such a good year for growth that yes. we have to have to pay attention to. You launched a podcast. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like that's big. These are big mm-hmm. things happen this year. Yeah, absolutely. 
Mitch, I appreciate your time, man. Where can oh. people tune in? Where can they find your content, your podcast, everything that you're doing on a daily basis? Uh, yes. And just like that, another extraordinary thought left this ordinary mind. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Half as much as you enjoyed making it. Uh, yeah. Follow me on Instagram at Meech Speaks. Once again, that's Meech Speaks. Meech is spelled M-E-E-C-H. Don't forget to tap into the podcast, Extraordinary Thoughts for the Ordinary Mind, available on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, everywhere that you can hear a podcast, every yeah. Monday and every Friday. Uh, don't forget to grab the book, Extraordinary Thought from an Ordinary Mind, available on Amazon and Kindle. Um, I feel like I'm, I, I have something else. I just don't know what else it is. It's, some, it's say, something else floating around, yeah. If, if you got any final thoughts, lay them out for us, man, because I think the people tuning in are, are loving your energy and I mean, if they're enjoying it half as much as me, they're loving it. So, oh man, I once again, man, I'm just humbled and blessed. And I just really, if I could leave anybody with anything, mm -hmm. right now as we speak, there's somebody still driving to a job that they don't want for money that they need. And the whole time that they drive and their passions, their dreams, their aspirations, they lie in the backseat of the car. They go to the job that makes somebody else richer, and then they come home. They mm -hmm. look their kids in the face and say, "Lie, follow your dreams." When the whole time that they didn't. If this year has not taught anybody anything, is that you are still in control. Yeah, it sucks. But, but, but you got to ask yourself, is that all you're going to say? Is that all you're going to have to say about this year? Is that it sucked? Or is this all you're going to say? Is that this year I finally got off my ass and launched my dreams? This year I finally started walking in my purpose. This year I finally got out of debt. This year I finally launched that business. This year I finally was able to do everything that everyone told me that I couldn't do because of X, Y, and Z reasons, but now I have finally did it. These are the things that you have to ask yourself. Or you can wait till next year and go back to that job that you don't want for that money that you need. Yeah, and absolutely, Meech. Couldn't, couldn't have said it better myself, man. I appreciate you again hopping on and, and sharing some wisdom and just some knowledge bombs. Uh, with us. I think everyone's going to get something out of this. Thank you again. Time's a million for joining me. I didn't want to take up your whole afternoon, but gracious and thankful for the time you, you spent with us. So thank you again. Always, always, man. Thank you.